Okay, welcome to Pigs in High School. This is the podcast where we talk about 80s films. My name is Lex. I am Mez. We are Mez and Lex. <laughs> I haven't said that for a while, but uh, the podcasting couple. Um, podcasting couple. No, 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 no. I don't I'm, know. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. Um, but today we did a very iconic. Is it iconic? I think it is to some people, yes. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever seen it before tonight. I don't know if I've seen it before tonight. I mean, I've seen bits of it, but I've mm. never sat down as an adult and watched it mm. throughout. But we did the movie. Wall Street. Wall Street. Which is um, very 80s in itself. Oh, yeah, 80s. Um, 80s. I mean, obviously, Wall Street was built in the 20s, 30s, 40s. 29 was the big crash. The first big crash, I should say. So it was before that. Mm. But it's funny that this movie is 1987, which Mm. was when there was another huge crash. Yes, so very much about the economy, very much about... But this doesn't focus on any crashes. This is all excess and greed and and making lots and lots of ridiculous money. Okay, well, what is it about? I mean, I guess it's about the rise and fall of a young stockbroker mm-hmm. who reaches out to Gecko, is his surname, mm. he seems to be known by that, um, played by Michael Douglas, Michael and Douglas. who is a very, very successful, very wealthy man on Wall Street, mm-hmm. sort of like as a mentor, I guess. Sure, yeah, um, yeah. You know, this kid comes from a... He's an investor. Yeah, he comes from a fairly working class family you know and then yeah so we see his rise and then obviously there's some dodgy dealings going on Mm. which is really common on wall street as we've seen with like bernie madoff and all those bastards um and then yeah and then just you know his sort of descent i call it descent it's more technically it's ascent and a rise but it's actually a descent into wealth and greed Mm. and the maybe you know, not so positive trappings of that sudden. Yes, it depends. Wealth. Depends on how you view wealth. Well, I guess if you like capitalism, you probably like yeah, this movie. Yeah, it's probably a rise, definitely. And and I guess you know traditionally that's what everyone thinks. And and I guess a lot of the focus on as humans is making money and mm. and and making more of that money and putting it in a jar on top of your fridge, <laughs> sort of thing. But um, this is this is more. this is about making an. An extreme amount of money. An excessive amount of money. In a short amount of time. Mm, which um, is never really done in a way that's... Legal. Legal or going to last. But, but, I mean, we talked about a lot. Of, I mean, and again, neither Meryl and I know that much about stocks and graphs. Nor do I have any trading, interest in it shares, whatsoever. etc. Because to me, it's just a big furphy. Like, I don't think it's real. I know it's real in the sense that people work in it and they make lots of money, but it's not real. Like it's just hanging on by this thread of us creating this reality hmm. and it's... it's. All right, hold up. You're just, getting very deep very quickly. Yeah, but it, it, it is. Like, yeah. I think yeah. there's lots of people that would agree with me with that. Hold on to that thought. But, but the plot is about, okay, you know, what boundaries do you have to cross in order to make money? Yeah. And also I guess the subplot is the 80s, um, greed is good, which is the line mm. that Michael Douglas speaks. Mm. Um, and we see that when, you know, um, Bud buys this Upper East Side apartment and it is 
decorated by his girlfriend, and I say that inverted commas because yep. she's really not into him. It's mm. the money, right? Mm. Um, who is an interior decorator, and you know, it's like this nouveau riche. It is disgusting. The design, like it's garish. <laughs> it is scary. It is yeah. the ugliest fucking apartment, yeah. and the clothing and whatnot. But it's really typical of that 80s uh, look at me i've got money so it is what did we say it was it's joey's, joey's apartment, apartment. <laughs> when he moves out from chandler he's got that rain wall and, and the, the dog. dog and like all these pieces of art and someone's gone oh my god it's amazing you yeah. need to buy it it's uh, like five thousand dollars and it's the ugliest piece of shit i've ever totally, seen totally. but yeah i mean look Great movie to watch, actually. I mean, yeah, it was good. It's, it's, it's a bit not, of an eye opener for me. It's not my type of no, movie. No, traditionally not for me either. But, but it was interesting. But some great actors. So we talked about Michael Douglas as as one of the lead characters, mm. and uh, Charlie Sheen is the other. And his real life father. His real life father his plays his father, which has happened Martin quite a bit, Sheen. I think. Well, that. yeah, I mean, they're both actors. They look like father and son. Yeah, I, bet, I always reckon that Martin yeah. Sheen looks more like Emilio Estevez than Yeah, yeah, I, I do. Sheen. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, James Spader, who I love, who he's from Pretty in Pink. And plenty right, of other things. Of course, but that's of course, of course. That's very nice. That. And Daryl Hannah is Darryl as the love yeah. interest. And I have to say, this is probably the first one and only movie that. I have disliked Daryl Hannah's character. That does not but happen to, to me often. Yeah, well, yeah, she's very unlikable. Well, at the start, you don't mind her. Like you just... No, but she proves herself, shows her true colours, which is really a gold digger. I mean, we'd put it that way, right? She's just seeking, clear, clambering Ooh. her way to the top through I don't know if it's, intention, if it's intentional, but she's got lost in the system, well, I feel. Well, I think she's, she's part of it, right? Mm, like, mm. she knows what she's doing. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, cool. But very big name actors. Exactly, um, and the big name director in Oliver Stone. Yes. And remind me again what he's done. So he's well born on the fourth of July. Yeah. The Doors, JFK, and I mean, so I guess the reason he made this movie was because his father was a stockbroker, right? Who um, actually witnessed the, the crash of nineteen twenty nine. He was working on right, it, right. and then went went through. So to... There was a dedication at the end. Was yeah. that as well? Mm. Yeah, okay, so cool. he passed away, I think, in 1985, so two years ago. Two years ago. Okay. Yeah, okay, that's, that is interesting, but he's also mm. done Scarface, which we haven't reviewed yet, but one of my I've never films. seen it. I don't, I, I can't stand his violent. accent in it. Okay. It, it. I feel like he's putting it on. He, he is, is putting, putting it on, on right? And it's just obvious, you know, yeah. like it's, so it's a little bit like um, comical. It is, it is. It's yeah. not obviously. But is Michelle Pfeiffer in that? Yeah, yeah. I do like Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay, we'll do it one day. And we've touched on the themes, and I'll take you back. You were about to get real deep on me real quickly, but mm. I'll take you back to it. So I, I put the themes as, as business ethics, but in specifically insider trading. Did you do a business ethics subject in your business degree? I did, actually. Yeah. I passed. You'd be glad to <laughs> I should hope so. <laughs> well, I mean, it's interesting because I just finished listening to the Melissa Caddick podcast, and if anyone doesn't know who that is, she's an Australian woman who built a massive Ponzi scheme, you know, robbed family and friends of millions of dollars, disappeared, her foot washed up on a beach, not the rest of her, but it made me so mad. Yeah. And you have to be a special sort of sociopath narcissistic person to be able to but she wasn't even a real trader she just bullshit oh, no she everything. just she bought she stole someone's fifth, uh, finance license all this stuff but yeah. i mean these people are real and they've obviously gone to college or whatever and got degrees and stuff but honestly like i said 
that Wall Street and that financial industry worldwide has one of the highest rates of work mm. sociopaths. Mm previously known as work psychopaths. So these aren't mm. people that are going to kill you, but they mm. will take your money and they don't care. Yeah. You know? So there are parallels with this movie and American Psycho. Well, I mean, that's why he wrote. Brett, Brett Easton Ellis wrote American Psycho based on this kind of stuff. Right, right. You know, because mm. it was written around the same kind of time. Yeah. And he talked about that, that he uses that line, greed is good, mm. you know, in it, because mm. it's just, yeah. Yeah. And I guess a lot of a lot of popular movies reference this movie quite a lot. I guess mm. it's probably the first movie about Wall Street and I, well, the that rise I know and of. fall of, of, yeah. of stockbrokers and investors mm. and, and and finances. But um, but yeah, we were talking about Wolf of Wall Street being one of them. But absolutely, it's um it's iconic. Cool, I think. Yeah, I think it's iconic. I mean, mm. I guess I guess also if you're interested in this kind of stuff, it probably really speaks to you. Mm. But I think also like we see so. Charlie Sheen's father, Martin Sheen, plays a character mm. that works for an airline mm. and he's the union representative, you know, mm. and he just cares about his people, his people you know. And for me, mm. like I come from a very strong union family. Mm. I am the union rep at my workplace. Mm. Yeah. And I'm... Oh, I didn't I'm, know that. <laughs> you knew that. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about collective bargaining and working and, and the workers should stick together, yeah. you know. So I'm all for that kind of, you know, unionise your workplace, people. Yeah. You know, we are better together. And I guess Wall, Wall Street and places like that, mm. they are the complete opposite. It's funny when they were talking yeah. about buying said airline. Mm. They had to get the unions on the side. But they were saying, oh, we should stay clear of it. It's very, very heavily unionised. Unionised because they're scared mm. of that. They mm. run because they know that there's power in that grouping, right? Mm. And so I think for me, like, that sort of spoke to me because, like, yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, it, it, I don't like, I mean, I like money. Don't get me wrong, yeah. you know. I enjoy money. Yeah. I'll keep some in a jar on top of the <laughs> so fridge. Free, yeah, I'd yeah. like to add some more to that's it. That's where I come in. Um, <laughs> that's where you come in. Um, in case anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, we're referencing the wedding singer. Yeah. I don't really have a jar of money in my fridge. Please do not break into my house. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I also believe in, like, there's this whole thing where Michael Douglas buys companies. It's a bit like in Pretty Woman. They buy companies and they mm. take them apart and they sell off everything. Yeah, and, it's, and the father keeps saying, you want to create something. You want to build something, you know, mm. make something. Mm. And, and I apart. get that, you know, stop tearing things apart. Yeah. Capitalism has fucked yeah. humanity. And there's a, sec you know? there's a second big time, big time investor in this film who's this English guy, I can't remember mm. his name, Sir something. Yeah. And he actually has a bit of heart. He does because he, you know, rescues. Well, at the, even at the yeah. start, he's, saying, he's like, look, this company that you fucked me over, they're actually doing good and they yeah. have this many employees sort of thing. And they're building stuff. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. Like we know that capitalism, it's not, it doesn't help humanity. And I understand that we have to have money and whatnot, but there's got to be a better way. And I think this movie shows the extreme side mm. of the negative of that. Mm. You know, and it's not just like the inside of trading and, mm. you know, that kind of stuff. It's mm. also just how the system works. Yeah. And he says that. He says you know, 1% of the country, the United States, and it's probably similar here, mm. owns 50% or something of the wealth. And I've read it's now even closer to 90% of the wealth over mm. there. Mm. How is that equitable and I fair? Know, how is it possible? You know? Yeah. And they never get punished. That's the thing. Oh, well. Well, yes. Some of the smaller guys do. Yeah, or... but, the, but the people at the top, mm. I mean, like, I, you could argue that Madoff and that got 
done for. But mm. they, they, it's very rare that they get them. All right, let me pull this back to, to the theme of insider trading. And what I said to you while we were watching it was it's just so amazing how, how this whole system of, you know, buying and selling stocks mm. runs off the premise of how a company is actually going to go. Yeah. And a lot of the time it's quite, it's not even real. It's oh, just people are more, influenced it's more about rumors of how they think it's going to go. So yeah. we talked about, I guess the latest thing at the moment is Twitter. Is Twitter. Mm. You know, what's his name? Elon Mustard. Elon Mustard. <laughs> Elon, Mustard. <laughs> Elon Mustard says he's going to invest in it. Twitter stocks go up. He says he's going to pull out on it. Twitter stocks go down, right? Mm. So it, nothing's actually changed in the last two weeks of how Twitter has run. Mm. But this, the mask is just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just, just that more of the influence of, of he say, she say of what's going to happen mm. is what influences the market. Mm. Not the actual, I mean, yeah, I guess with some of the smaller smaller companies, yeah, the actual earnings is what's going to rise this and, and fall the stocks. But but for some of these bigger ones, it's more about what people think is going to happen. Yeah, and, that's, and that can lead into my it's not real correct you know correct. it's just a reality that's created by yeah. us and, and i guess the domino effect of this film is like okay at the start of the show okay follow this guy around because if you can see what he's going to do mm. we can make an idea of what's actually going to happen mm. so this whole butterfly effect of this one guy getting followed ends up into mm. hundreds of thousands of dollars being traded the Millions. next day yeah Right. Yeah, no, it's 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 crazy. Like, like I, I don't know how real that is, but I'm assuming this. I'm sure there is dodgy, dodgy shit. That oh, happens. definitely. But you know, I guess saying that it's just this sort of, it's like a magic trick, an illusion, right? And mm. then because when you have crashes, like mm. you know, in 2008, and it's not doing very great at the moment, mm. you know, that's when you see it crumble. Do you know mm. what I mean? Mm. Because it's not really there. Like it's just. Well, I guess the last two years is, is, is a good example of how real outside effects, mm. like a real global problem happened in terms mm. of this virus. And then you saw, you know, stocks of digital companies going up. Mm. Obviously stocks of airplanes going up. And like up. the buy now, pay later went flying through the roof. But now it's dropping because people are like, mm, I'm going to spend money. Mm. In saying that, the Afterpay CEOs made the most of any, they made like Pay themselves like something ridiculous, like two hundred and forty-six million dollars. Who needs that kind of money? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's that, a good point in this movie. It's <sighs> like, who needs that type? And of he money? says that to me. He's like, "What are you going to buy another yacht?" Yeah, you know. And that's the thing. Like, no one is going to take that money with them when they die. Mm. You know, and no one needs all that stuff. And I guess, like the eighties, that was the whole thing of consumerism, mm. blah blah blah. Mm. You know, but I think. You can have all that money, but you're not necessarily going to be happy. Totally. So, so I put the second one as capitalism versus unions, and I think you kind of talked about that already. Solidarity, um, people, and and you're just talking about greed as well. Mm. And um, it's insane. Like, and I kind of agree with you in the sense that people are getting greedy, and it, and they even say it's not just money; it's greed of power, it's greed mm. of possessions not specifically money yeah no there was like yeah you know influence greed like being influence of greed and he says love but i don't think he really means that mm. you know but it's like yeah you know power influence money possessions mm. and how you look as mm. well to mm. the outside world mm. you know i think that's what you, your perception is that you're sort of yeah showing people totally and i think that's sad mm. i don't think these people are particularly happy 
Oh, does does money bring happiness? No. Look, I mean, I, I mean, it, you know, it brings comfort, I think, mm-hmm. and stuff, which is nice. Stability, security, stability term. and security. But mm. it's better than not having money. Well, yeah, <laughs> but does it bring happiness? Like, like they've done studies, psychological studies, and they've shown that people who earn say one hundred and fifty thousand and then jump to earn, say, 300000 their happiness doesn't actually increase. Mm. And, in fact, a lot of the cases, their stress levels and they were more depressed because mm. suddenly they were having to do a lot more. And it's something has to, which actually leads us into another thought, which is something has to be sacrificed. And it's in this case, I'd say it's with Michael Douglas particularly, like it's his child mm. who makes a couple of appearances and mm. then when... They've had enough. The mother summons the nanny and says, right, that's enough grown-up time now. <laughs> so you're going to save that for the favourite well, favorite scene. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, one. like yeah. they don't have, there's no place for children in that world, in that sort of manicured, well, even though, you know, yeah. world. Children are possessions. Thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Everyone It's like, look at this child. He's learned French. And yeah, yeah. Like, and like, oh, we're getting him into the best he's nursery. He's like a year-and-a-half-year-old yeah. fatty kid with <laughs> He's, he's not learning French. Yeah. You know, um, and that's the thing. Like, it, you're right. It's just all how do I look? How am I perceived? Mm. Look at me. Mm. You know? Which would be nice. And, and, and don't get me wrong. Look, I think when we go on holidays, we give that, try and give that perception to ourselves, escape into this world where <laughs> potentially we are like that. And, and, and it's always do we? like. Well, if you go to a five star hotel and you're sipping oh, yeah, cocktails at like a pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is the kind of lifestyle you're trying to or tricking yourself into yeah but the thing is this never works for me because like then i just open my mouth and suddenly i'm not that person well of course i mean you you can always you always have to be true to yourself and you're never not going to be you yeah but but i couldn't do you think you would change if you had no because no because i couldn't live in that world because i could have that money but then i'd have to go and live Mm. writing my books reading my books in somewhere because i couldn't go to those parties and Mm. bullshit with those people and talk about you know that crap like i like deep intellectual conversation Mm. you know i'm not i'm not into that surface level privileged shit you know mm. like it's just not me i mean i've never experienced it so i wouldn't be able to say have, whether it's good conversation i haven't or experienced not. that level but i know have had some interactions with people mm. who who skirt around the edges of this type of society mm. and they're fuckwits <laughs> you know and i can't stop myself from yeah being who i am and, oh, totally. and, and, look, you and know, there's nothing wrong with having an opinion about fuck with or 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 people and 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 having chit chat and small talk and that type of shit and then i guess that's not really for me either but at the same token who knows i mean maybe it'd be enjoyable like i think it's different what price well that's it and i think it's it's different if people are like there's intellectuals because sometimes people judge them but i quite enjoy intellectual people Mm. you know um i think i am one you know but i what i don't like is the people who are privileged and judgmental and that's what these type of people are you know they're not having deep and meaningful conversations they're just you know swinging their dicks around i don't know i just think they're cutthroat like well that too just just savage like they they have an agenda and they just to make as much money as possible and they don't give a fuck who they step on yeah as long as they get the money yeah or 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 have this feeling of power and and for this character Gecko, he doesn't even really give a shit about the money at the end of the day. He gives a shit. No, about it's who, the okay. It's, who fucked me? Yeah. Who can I fuck? And when I say fuck, obviously I mean fuck over. Yeah. 
And and then how how do I still have this stronghold of power over all these people who mm. are playing this? Well, same it's game? just power. That's what he wants. Yeah. You know, he mm. just gathers it to him and mm. holds onto it. And I think that's you know, that's the end game for him. But yeah, I mean, look, like I said, I like money. I like to buy things, but <laughs> you know, give me my it's family yeah, and some books, yeah. and I'm pretty good. Yeah, but then again, you buy a lot of books. I do. When you could just have like late fees and the library card. But I also borrow books from the library too. Oh, that's true. But I like to own them. <laughs> They're my possession. So you know what I do with my $75 million? Yeah. I go buy myself my own bookshop and then I just sit in there all day reading. Yeah, turn paper into paper. Exactly. Um, so let's get to favourite lines, favourite scenes, and I guess they one of the same in this one, but what is your favourite line? I don't know if I'm going to call it a favourite line, but lines that stood out to me I think is the paraphrased greed is good because mm. that uh, i mean it's just he somehow spins that into a positive and influences this entire board of investors to mm. let him buy the comp this other company to destroy it mm. um i think it's an iconic line i think it speaks volumes about what the movie the mm. time the place is about mm. um but I, but also the other line that stood out to me is that setting where they're showing the kid off and you know she's mm. like that's enough adult time. What is it? Nicole, come and get him. He needs a bathy and then nap, nap time. And I'm like. She's not involved so, at all. No, she's not involved. Like he's just a show piece, a yeah. show pony, which is so sad, right? right you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, every now and then I too would like to go, Nicole, take mm. the children. They've had enough adult time. Mm. But um, not really. Mm. You know, I, I miss my kids when, you know, I'm not around them. And. Yeah, that, that stood out to mm, me. Mm, the, the He's child. a ridiculous looking kid though in his overalls. Yeah, yeah, he just looks like. I used to like putting Addison in overalls though. He looks like the kid out of Up. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he's got his little pork pie hat on. Ridiculous. Um, no, the line similar, the same time when he's talking about the yacht, Charlie Sheen says, how much is enough? Yeah, that's like, it. How much is enough? Like you have everything. Mm. And when, why, when is it enough? When is it enough? You you know, you don't need to fuck over my dad and his company. Yeah. Why would you do it? And yeah. then he basically says, "Because I can." Because he can. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, so there's, there's ne like it's never enough. Like mm. once you get into this ball of greed and wanting money and wanting yeah, money, wanting, more wanting more success more. or perceived success, mm. and obviously they cheat the game a little bit, um, a little bit, well, a lot to get that money. But at the same token, it, it is really, um, it's powerful when he has that epiphany, yeah, <laughs> or um. When he comes to the realization, and it takes his mentor fucking over his dad for him to get there. Mm. That okay, these are real lives we're fucking. Over. Well, that's it. You know, you got to think about all the the workers and mm. you know their families. It's such a snowball mm. effect. Mm. Um, yeah, so and like yeah. one of my good, one of my favorite lines slash scenes where he comes to that kind of epiphany. Yeah, I think you know. I also thought the really a very interesting scene to me was in um, Central Park mm. towards the end where they both meet, you know, on that, that big field mm. and it's like raining. So we've only ever seen that field when it was summer mm. because I don't think we went in there when we were there in um, the end of winter. Mm. But um, And they sort of come and meet from different sides. It's kind of like this dueling East first West. scene. Yeah, like yeah. it's just a really interesting, like sh interestingly shot scene. Mm. You know, he sort of comes to talk to him. Obviously, there's reasons why but you know for michael douglas for gecko he he thinks he's going there to confront him mm. and he belts him a couple of times as well mm. 
and Gilead seems to get built. Yeah, I didn't realize that that juxtaposition of Upper East Side versus Upper West Side. <laughs> yeah, I always preferred the Upper West Side. We, that was where we would go to that bakery and stuff. I, I think it's actually, it's different. It was sort of, well, that's close to where, um, yeah, that Magnolia Bakery is. I just, I thought it was nice. Oh, look, I didn't I mean, really spend much time in either, but um, yeah. your only perceptions of, of the two places. Okay, so what makes this film 80s oh, and there's a God, lot? Oh, there's so much. So... Daryl Hannah actually had an Italian fashion designer for her costuming alone. Right. You know, so we see the shoulder pads, the power suits with, mm. like, the designs on them, mm. um, you know, like the block colours, and then she's wearing this, like, ridiculous hat that looks like one of those Aussie hats with the, the corks, yeah. you know, but it's, like, high fashion, yeah, you know. Yeah. So there's all that. That's a ridiculous long costuming, gloves. long gloves, you know. <laughs> yeah. It was a sort of, yeah, it was a bad. It was really kind of like trying to be art deco. Yeah, yes, of the 80s. And then, like, you know, we see the set design in his apartment, which we've mentioned. It's just mm. ridiculous. Mm. It's mm. so 80s, like, mm. you know. Mm. And um, the offices, obviously. Yeah, no, how funny the computers. So funny the computers, they look like one of those things that you still look through. You get them in Australia's one line, you see a little <laughs> picture at the back, you know. Do you know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the computers, they kind of come to this point in this tiny oh, screen. Yeah, the technology wasn't great back then. No. But uh, he did have a mobile phone. It was the, the size of a brick. The biggest mobile phone. <laughs> it was like literally putting a brick to you. It yeah. was ridiculous. But it would have been like cutting and he went, yeah, There was a dictaphone. A dictaphone. Um, and briefcases. Briefcases, smoking in the offices. Yeah, in the hospital, he likes Smoking in the hospital. Mm. But I liked, um, like I've, I've mentioned this before to you, like I really like big cities in the 80s. Mm. Like there's, it just reminds me of going to the city when mm. I was a kid. And like I said, not a good time for New York crime-wise, mm. mm. um, but it's got a feel The first scene was Twin Towers, obviously. We yeah, and we see that so often yeah. because it's such a showpiece and, you know, mm. um, iconic. So it's always that shot. But... Mm. Also, the placement of the women was mostly secretarial. Yeah, and you there said was, you didn't like the treatment of the women. I did not like the treatment of the women when he got the new office and the, he said, and the boss said, and a much better looking secretary. I was mm. like, oh, gross. Mm. It's like no, a very male-dominated industry. Absolutely. I mean, and you said you think it still is. I think it still is. Yeah. I mean, I'm not that much into it, but, but potentially, obviously, there's a lot more females in the industry, yeah. but I still think it's probably... I think I counted there was like two women traders that I counted in that office. Mm. Out of like fifty people or whatever, mm. oh, so there'd be obviously a lot more women now, but I still feel like there's probably a glass ceiling in that industry. Yeah, but yeah, very eighties. Everything was very eighties, but not the eighties that one normally sees. It's not neon bubble gum and um, aerobic wear and like stuff. Poppy eighties. It no, it's yeah. it's really a subculture of that time and mm. sort of garish, that nouveau riche. Like it, that's what mm. it is, mm. and it's it, it it doesn't appeal. So, do you think Gen Zs will get? Yeah, well, we figure we have to stop saying millennials because one, you are technically a millennial. I'm skirting on the edge, and a lot of millennials are now in their late thirties, forties. So you are a good five months older than me. So I don't know why you're making that I'm eighty, which is technically still Gen X. Okay, so um, look, I I think it's what you identify with these days, anyway. Yeah, well, I identify. Generations. Okay. Um, 
Look, I don't know. I think if you have a strong interest in um, stockbroking, finance, that type of thing, then yeah, I think it's... Oh, which is totally still around. It's not yeah. like it's an industry that's gone anywhere. I don't think it's... I don't think there's anything in this movie that you're going to go, huh? It'll completely is translate, it, you know? except for how... The technology. The technology. Yeah, yeah the obviously cultural, technology's changed. A lot. Culturally, there's nothing in here that you would just go, what, what, you know? Is there still a guy with a piece of paper who runs to the... Yeah, to I don't the, know. To we need some, someone who works in finance and they tell But all the weird hand movements and the yelling, it's... The, like you said, very high stress job. Yeah, it would be. Like I could not cope with the level of stress. But I also wonder if a lot of the people who work in this industry like dopamine because you get it from those high adrenaline, from that mm, high stress, mm. and then they're like, you know, spending loads of money on things and stuff. There's a lot feeding through to mm. to one another in that sense. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I think I get it. It does translate yeah, quite yeah. well. And, and, you know, the overarching themes are quite universal mm. and haven't gone away in the last 35 years. They're still the same. <laughs> sequels and spin-offs, and we've talked about it before, but there's not... There's there not is a, a there is a one sequel with Oliver Stone and Michael Douglas. Yeah, Falling Down. Called, oh, my God. <laughs> there is Wall Street. I think it's called Money Never Sleeps or something. Right. Like, there's like a... Yeah, so that was the... Same theme or same 2000s. characters? I don't know. I think it's the same character. I got right. Go, but I just saw that. But there's a lot of, like I said, Wolf of Wall Street yeah, plays off it and references it a lot. Yeah, I think a there's lot. a scene where where they're actually watching it and then yeah. speaking it line for line because it's their favourite And then, film. I mean, like American Psycho really is inspired yeah, and we by talked this, about that well. you know, like as well. And you haven't watched Billions, but Billions is very much like this as well. Succession maybe would be similar. I haven't watched that yeah, either. Yeah, absolutely. Have you seen American Psycho? Did you watch it with me? Oh, a few times now. The book is hardcore mm. one. Mm. Really, we should watch less than zero. Same author. Okay. Mm. What do you give this film out of ten? Hmm. Well, you know, I I have to be honest because it's not really my type of movie, mm. you know. But looking at standalone as how it's a good movie, then I probably just give it like a six and a half out of ten. I was going to give it a six and a half. Yeah. Same reasons. Like good it's not movie. really great cast. Like I, I said this to you before. I want to know more about finance. I want to know more about stocks and drafts because then I have a better grasp so of money. So you can put some more money in the on jar, that jar on the, the fridge. The fridge yeah. um, but as a movie by itself, yeah, it worked. It worked. Oh, I mean, yeah. like, like Top Gun. Like I don't know too much about oh, aer- aerodynamics or, um, you know. The military. Or, you know, jets and engines. But I could follow it and I could follow mm. this and and I could tell it was a good film and, and the themes that are in it were universal. Yeah, look, I, I you know, I, I do enjoy the whole, like, capitalism. I don't enjoy capitalism, mm. but I enjoy the, that debate. That debate. Yeah. Like, I can get going on that debate for Oh, while. totally, totally. But we didn't mention the soundtrack. And there was oh, yeah. one song, that Talking Heads song, which I quite yeah, like. Yeah, there's a, there's a um, Brian Eno had a lot of. There was a Kenny G song in it too. There's yeah, quite a few, yeah. It wasn't yeah. Uh, the soundtrack wasn't that distinguishedly. No, it wasn't. 80s, but there and it wasn't even really there. Like it was quite you didn't really notice. It's in the background, it. yeah. 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 yeah you but, know. Um, except for that one song, the probably talking hits third biggest song. Yeah, it's a good song. That's something place, this is the place or yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. You recognise it, yeah. Yeah. Um they played that a few times. But yeah, so six and a half. You mm. said six and a half, I and think I think so. you know, if you're into finance, you'd probably say seven and a half or eight. Because... Yeah, well, I think it's got a bit of a cult following of people who enjoy yeah. or want like it, you know, work. And if you have an interest in it, you'd like. Do you know that Michael Douglas and Charlie Sheen said, said that they still have people that come up to them and say, "I got into stockbroking because of this movie." Wow. Yeah, I know. So there you go. 
I know, but is that not a little bit scary that they were inspired by and that's what features inside a trailer? And I thought, I thought this film would be pro-capitalism. But I don't know if it is. But I don't know if it is either. Because it just made me dislike the whole idea of it even more. Yeah, and I guess, it, again, it's to the viewer. Mm. Like, if you're taking Gecko's side, you're like, mm. yeah, man, there's money to be made out there, then it's a great film as well. Can I, like, can I just say that, like, I don't know if it's because, like, I have empathy, mm. as you do too, that you can sort of care about workers and, like, little people and stuff. Mm. But there's got to be people in this world, clearly, that actually do not give a shit. Totally. About, you know. Totally. There yeah. are people like Gecko in the world. Mm. Who do not give a shit. Which I guess is why the whole system mm. is just keeps going. No, it's not great at the moment. No. And I mean, look, I don't wish ill on, you know, mm. that and people who work in that mm. industry and stuff. But mm. there was a good know. line in that scene where um where he's talking to the newspaper or the workers of the newspaper and then they're having one of the I guess an annual meeting towards all the um the shareholders. The shareholders. Mm. And then well, Gecko says something along the lines of, Hey, in the nineteen twenties these guys would own the company. Mm. But none, all these 10, 20 guys you see in front of you, they own 3% of the company. Everyone in front of you here owns the rest. Mm. So they don't have a vested interest in working hard and making the right decisions. We do. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, that blew my head a little bit. I was like, okay, that makes a lot more sense why you would be happy to fuck people over because you know that they don't have a vested interest in that company. Mm. But, again, which side of the fence do you kind of... <laughs> through which lens do you see this film? And yeah. I think if, through, if you're looking through either, you're going to enjoy the film. But the same token, yeah. there's different messages you take out of it. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, I... You know what standpoint. I oh, totally. From. I totally. But, know, but like, I... Yeah. And then you're like, why are they all cheering? And then I'm like, because they all, they all sit on his... See through his eyes. Mm. Um, anyway... That was it. Uh, <laughs> we could keep opening this can of worms, but we'll leave it. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Like and subscribe. Share. If you can rate it, go ahead and do it. Mm. Uh, I said last time, but we're on... Um, Apple? We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We should be everywhere. If you're listening to it already. Everywhere. You know, we're, uh, yeah. <laughs> everywhere you hear good podcasts, you should be able to hear us. Yes. So, yeah, that's us. All right. Peace. Peace. Bye. Bye. Point is, ladies and gentlemen, that greed, for lack of a better word, is good. <laughs>